Hello guys and welcome back to our second episode of our podcast Shots of Blondes. My name is Laura. And my name is Martina. And today we're gonna talk about... Dating. Ooh, and everything <laughs> around it. <laughs> so stay tuned and I hope you will like it. Girl, Corona has been a bitch to us. Is it? Is it? it? It's been a bitch to us. And my friend recently broke up with um, her boyfriend. Oh no. Yeah. Because of Corona. Why? What happened? This is quite a funny story. Basically, he was playing too much video games. Mm -hmm. They were in quarantine together. And... She just couldn't handle it. At this point, Corona gives you an amazing opportunity to spend more time with your loved ones. And then you realize you fucking hate them. <laughs> but were they like uh, uh, living together for those two years or they were just dating and being like, well, not dating, but like being together, but not living together? No, they live together. They live together. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Because like when you live with someone, you get to know their all their annoying stuff they do yeah but at the same time you're not together like the oh. whole time okay yeah know. makes sense but like then again no one really has to be normally 24 7 like everyone needs their own space so the question is like why they couldn't like handle their own differences and just be on their own currently. that's the thing that's the thing <laughs> I don't know <laughs> But I think, yeah, I have heard a lot of guys play video games and then they don't pay attention to their girls. And it's kind of a way for guys to escape like this reality a bit, like be, don't think about anything. And I don't think girls can do that, like really not think about anything. I think he didn't think about anything <laughs> a lot at that point. True. But what was really the reason actually why they broke up? Like... Be what was that oh, annoying they, thing? I think they had enough with each other. Mm. Sad. It's sad. That but they couldn't put aside their own differences. and like. But if you really like slash love someone, then love. you want to spend every minute with them. And no, 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 no. That's misconception. Definitely. Oh. <laughs> I love that word. You use it every episode. <laughs> every episode. It's just like second one. <laughs> but no, it's... Actually, I think the healthy relationships should be that you don't feel dependent on the other person and you feel like independent on your own. And when you come together, it's just better. Then, uh, okay, I would like to correct myself. Okay. You want to spend some quality time with each other at that point when you don't have enough of each other. Yeah, but I think you mostly spend... This, like, dating quality time in the first year. And then afterwards, it's just... You spend time together, what you would do normally alone. Then you just start doing it with someone else. And it just becomes the norm. Like, watching TV. It used to be like, oh, Netflix and chill and romantic and all cuddly. And then after a year, it's just... Watching movie together. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Oh... 
hard to tell. I have never been in, in yeah. relationships to say much about it. Quran definitely helped a little. Did or like con- what? <laughs> no, contributed to this breakup. But then again, some people also got together like celebrities. I think Ariana Grande or something got together. I think there is a lot of stories. I don't know. She got engaged. She got engaged. Congrats, Ari. (laughs) But when it comes to dating in Denmark, what do you think about dating culture here in Denmark? Do you think Denmark has a strong dating culture? Oh, this is such a hard question. I would say... (laughs) um, Danish culture is very anti monogamous. <laughs> what? Well, explain yourself. It's very open minded. At least I speak from my own, own experience and people who are around me. I have been dating in Denmark for two years, more than two years, two and a half already. Shit. And she's been in this game for quite a long time, guys. Yes. <laughs> I didn't even like. Once since I moved to Denmark, I was just I moved when I was nineteen. So, like, all my dating experience so far is only from Denmark. I barely had any in Latvia. So, but so far in Denmark, I, people cheat a lot. I have heard so many guys I dated their girlfriends cheated on them. Many of them, not only one, like two, three, and. Um, a lot of girls are also very uh, independent in a way that they don't need a man. So they are equally cheat on them and also guys cheat on girls. And for me also, the guys were very not stable. They weren't really relationship materials because I don't think they were at that point yet. So I would say it's very hard to date. It's not, it's, it's hard here, out there. I... It depends what kind of people you hang out with. But come on, do you have better experience in this field? (laughs) No, I think in Denmark it's sleep and go. Yes, exactly. Like so many people think it's a norm to sleeping on a first date. In Denmark it's something not like drive through, but sleep through. (laughs) Sleep through. The fuck? But it's okay, it's fine, but I don't know, for me, I would better get to know a person before I jump in a bed. <laughs> I'm cringing so much right now. From my experience, I was at a party and I met a girl and she was 18. Mm-hmm. I was 21 at the time. We were talking about some stuff, some so many different things. And then a dude walks by and she whispers in my ears, oh my god, that's literally a dude that I slept with last night. (gasps) And I was curious, I got curious, like, okay. And I asked him, like, okay, what's his name? And she didn't know. She didn't know his name. Was she Danish? She was Danish. So I was curious and I asked her, like, what's her body count? Like, how many guys did she sleep with? And she said 25. That's odd. For 18 years old, girl. Mm, well, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's a lot. I wouldn't say it's that less. <laughs> but uh, 
I think you do you do you girl go girl if you want it like go for it like why not no the thing is she even admitted that it's a lot like yeah I know I'm 18 and 25 it's quite a lot but you know you ha- you but then again guys do the same so why it should be different for girls you know guys sleep around even more so and actually it's actually very interesting that in Denmark yeah like the girls are very very experienced very early on I don't think from in my culture for my country girls sleep around that early and they're that experienced I don't know it's hard to tell because I left my country when I was 18 19 mm. so I maybe did not realize that and now when it's around me more and I'm more present so I see things. Oh, maybe. But come on, like, do you know any of your friends in Czech Republic who would, like, that early lose their virginity and sleep around, like, that much? For sure. Really? For sure, yeah. Maybe that's the people I hang out in Latvia that I don't know, but maybe, I don't know. I have to admit, they start early. Like, they Mm. start really, really early. Okay. But what do you think is better? Do you think it's better to actually get to know people and then sleep, or... Sleep on the first date, see if there's the chemistry, if it works out, and yeah, and then just decide. It's different. If you feel comfortable with that guy on a first date and you feel there's a chemistry or like it can have some potential, then you go, girl. <laughs> you go, girl. Do your thing. But actually, some of my friends now they're dating, they're like their boyfriend and girlfriend, and went on a date and then they slept together on a first date oh okay uh, now they're together and it worked out well but do you believe that guy loses their interest after the first time they have sex it definitely won't make them that curious and if you don't let them do you think they will hang around until he gets it that's such a hard question it mm-hmm. it depends on a guy it's not like that with everyone but from your experience, it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah. What do you think about dating on Tinder and online dating versus like uh, meeting someone in a club? It's 50-50. Like from my experience, I've been on <laughs> quite many dates on Tinder. And some of them were okay. Some of them were quite weird and you know what you know my ex- my stalker experience yeah yes 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 i know that that's okay. a good one <laughs> okay yeah. no that's for next episode okay. no some of them were fine some of them were not that fine like of course you have better chemistry when you meet in person and you just know if you want to meet again Mm, but that's the same i can say the same thing about tinder right like you meet in person after long time you've been texting for a while and then you just want to meet up but what if you don't text before and you just like someone some people sometimes just like ask you out on the first message or ask yeah ask you out on the first message but like would you go like just without any context just like hey do you want to grab coffee it never happened to me. Really? Actually. No, I don't think. But would you have a guts to go for that date? Yeah. Okay. Probably. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. 
don't you feel kind of that it's very superficial thing to do just judge people by their looks by their picture on tinder okay i get it like people want to sell the best picture of themselves True. like the best image they just flex on most of the pictures and i get it but also for me as i said it never happened to me like that i would go on a date with a guy that just texts me oh you want to hang out mm. so i like to text with them before we meet in in person yeah i guess it's good to yeah to get to know person before because at least then you know they're not psychopath but in my case it sometimes it also turns out fine <laughs> tell us about it laura tell us about You know it, you know it. <laughs> okay, guys, next episode. <laughs> next episode. <laughs> yes, there's also good stories of uh, Tinder and there's definitely a bad stories, but yeah. Well, you'll see after time. I will see after time how it turns out, if it's good or bad. How do you think that Danish people look at sex? Um... <laughs> I think a lot of guys think about their pleasure, definitely. Puts their needs first. They don't really think about protection, about STDs. Oh my god. Um, yes, they don't... Yeah, don't think about these things, which they should. And about sex in general, I think it's very casual stuff. It's not something like a big deal. It's not romanticized or anything. But Okay, another good question. Should guy ask you if you are on birth control, if, if you take any protection, if you have any protection? Yes, like it's a both way street. Like you can't expect girl to take responsibility because end of the day, there's also some girls out there who can use the guy in a way to get a baby or something. And, and the guy will have to pay the money for the young mother if he's the father in the end and for until he's eight until that baby is 18 so guys can get a lot of troubles if they don't think about this stuff as well and obviously not to talk about STDs and general stuff but they should you should do a, a fact check on it oh, if i read an article somewhere that uh in denmark there's like the lowest rate of uh hiv and HIV. aids HIV. It hard. It's hard to tell if it's also in STDs. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't Only know. that's good. That's the highest HIV rate. Is it? Yes. Jesus. That's okay, what... guys, don't fuck in Latvia. <laughs> Apparently, it's, it's questionable. Shit! I didn't know that. Fuck! Holy shit! I'm surprised. Laura was. Laura is doing quick fact check. But yeah, that's also um, another thing that you should consider. Like you rather ask if that girl wears protection or you have to pay for child support. Yeah, exactly. Child support. <laughs> you, you have to you have to give them? You have to pay child support? Yeah. If it goes to the court, then definitely until 18, if they prove it in the uh, test that you're the father, and then yeah. This thing actually happened to a guy that I went on a double date with. Ooh, tell us more. Yeah. <laughs> Next episode. <laughs> yeah, I went on a double date with my friend. Plus two, another, two other guys. <laughs> and 
he had a newborn baby with with a girl that he met on Tinder. And at the time he was 23 and that girl was 28. And they spent only one night together and she got pregnant. Fuck. Well, that happens. That's pretty normal. Mm. But the most fucked up thing is that she told him that she's on birth control. And she went on Tinder just to get pregnant. It's a smart move for a woman, like if you don't. It is, yeah. but it's kind of it's a it's like a bad a step in a in your bag. It's using you in a way, like woman uses men, in yeah. a way. But don't trust girls on Tinder. Just wear <laughs> fucking protection. But apparently, I I didn't found out what is the like Europe's uh this rate, but HIV rate in Denmark is five point six uh per hundred thousand inhabitants. Which is three times higher among men than women. Does it surprise you? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, exactly. We proved our point here. <laughs> also check yourself at least once a year. Boys and girls. No, actually I have another story. I have a really funny story that I heard somewhere or I, I read it somewhere. This is someone's story, okay? Dating story. In my junior year of high school this guy asked me on a date we chose a movie and made a pizza we were watching the movie and the oven beeped so the pizza was done he looked me dead in the eyes and said this is the worst part i didn't watch this boy open the oven and pull the pizza out with his bare hands rack and all screaming at the top of his lungs we never had a second date Oh my god. Why did he pull out pizza with his bare hands? Was he that nervous or what? He didn't have money to get the, the thingy. What is it? What is Take it? a towel or something instead of the mitten. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know. Okay, but would you, out of the pity, go for a second date in, the, in her case? No. Really? You would ditch the guy? Bro, how stupid is he that he did not oh, think about these true, things? True, true. But sometimes people get nervous. Maybe some stuff happened. Would you give a guy a second chance after a super bad date? I don't know. It depends. Give me a scenario and I would tell you. I have had my experiences when the person is nervous and it doesn't go as you plan. But I decided to give a chance, so... But do you think it was worth it for you? Definitely, yeah. Like, it's all... I think it's... You can't really judge person from the first time. Like, people are super mm, nervous sometimes in the first time. Even I am sometimes. But I think all it matters is about the chemistry, if it's there. I have had dates when you just go there and it's just nothing. Like, you're just bored or you're just annoyed by the person on the first day. What is the biggest deal breaker? Deal breaker, oof. Oh, I have too many. Actually, I have too many. Do you want to <laughs> Laura pulls out a list. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> show me. Okay, <laughs> my deal breakers. It's just boring as a person. <laughs> like, super boring. Nothing interests him. Lie, lying. Pessimistic. Smells weird. Or, like, his hygiene is not there like hygiene <laughs> hygiene is, is not a, non-existent not existent like 
greasy hair, dirty sweater. I had that once. And well, you you never know. He can be sweaty from the date. Well, you can't sweat that much that you look like you haven't washed for a few days. Okay, also, when people are rude or complain a lot, if a guy is rude to waiter, it's just like, no, go for me. Just He doesn't have respect for other people. What about you? What's your deal breakers? The biggest deal breaker for me is that I have to initiate things. <laughs> so, like, the guys... Uh... No, like, okay, not the first time. Like, I, I don't mind initiate some things, but I don't mm. want to be... Like in charge of everything in that potential relationship or wh- where this thing is going. Relationship is about two people, so there should be it has to be both sided, yeah, not only okay. only sided. So that's like the biggest deal breaker for me, I guess. It's hard to say in the first date, though. I feel like about initiating. Yeah, yeah, that's why. It also it depends if the person is introvert or extrovert. On a first date, if you're not sure go on another date and then maybe if you're not sure on second day then okay. third date is it <laughs> but i actually can uh i can relate to your story because i actually had it i was dating a guy for like half a year i knew he likes me a lot but he never initiated anything like he never went for a kiss or anything i think the furthest we got was just a hugging and at one point, like, his story started, like, already repeating. And I was, like, so fucking bored. And I was, like, he's a nice guy. Like, he's, like, kind of husband material, you would say. The guy who's, like, no, like, perfect in every sense. But, like, he was very shy. Like, Tinder was his only way, actually, how to approach girls. And yet, it didn't work out. <laughs> and yet, he was still scared to, like, do the first move. Because, like, I could have done it. Uh, but I was just not feeling it to do it. I don't know. But you have to start somewhere. And I guess Tinder was a good way how to start yeah. somewhere for him. Yeah. It didn't work out, but there comes another girl. There comes another girl. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's still single, though. <laughs> <laughs> that was in Latvia, actually. Oh, my God. I dated in Latvia as well. I just remembered that. Actually, I have a few dating stories in Latvia as well. What's the difference? Yeah. And then I came to Denmark and all the Danish guys are gorgeously beautiful and like handsome and looking good and treats girls very nicely and i was like amazed i was like wow this is the best thing ever and then after two years like kind of reality kick kicks in and then you see that looks and the way they treat is not everything and actually they are kind of douches <laughs> whoopsies not all of them not, not all, of them. all of them that's generalizing yes. but at least in my experience so far. <laughs> yes. We're going for bad guys. I think we just have to learn from mistakes and move on. But that's also... I don't consider like I don't consider it as a bad experience. You just no. grow from it. Like You expand your abilities. What have you learned from your past dating experiences and have taken as a lessons from it? Open up more. Mm-hmm to people who deserve it and don't push yourself to do something you feel uncomfortable with hmm, that's a good one yeah okay just take your time until you feel good about things you want to do and then just do it <laughs>
Oh, Martina, what is your worst dating stories? Oh my god, there's so many. Just top of your head, the one which was the worst one. I think you have dated more than I have, like first dates, Tinder dates. Probably the stalker one. I went on a date with guy and he was kind of insecure and shy, like a lot. But then after that date, he walked me home and I was like, yeah, it was really nice. We can do it again. Not knowing that he felt that I really meant it. Mm. <laughs> and then I went to work and then I came back from work and there was a bunch of roses in front of my in oh, front of my door <laughs> on my doorstep and it was so weird because I just seen that guy like once in my life and then the next day or like two days after I had a bunch of roses mm. on my doorstep well he was trying his best Maybe because he's insecure, he was just trying to compensate in some way. Show this huge romantic gesture if he can't show it affection-wise. It was weird. Like, I kind of did not reply to his... I was not replying to his uh, messages. So he had to assume that this is probably not it. But um, yes, in general... uh, Dating in Denmark has been interesting. <laughs> That's the way to say it. When when I when I don't like something, I say <laughs> it's different. It's different. So dating in Denmark, it's different. It's interesting. It's <laughs> interesting. I don't. Well, I don't think it's a bad thing. Like, I have my bad stories, definitely. But I think I have grown as a person from them, learning from my mistakes and learning what I don't like about it. So I see the bright side and everything. So I think no matter what you're going through or what we went through, like in the end, everything turns out fine. And I think eventually you will find your person and it won't matter. And you will have a good laugh about these days. And if you won't find anyone... There's still plenty of cats on this planet. <laughs> and plenty of guys on the Tinder. <laughs> Desperate guys. If it's still nothing, then there's... SugarDaddies.com Oh my god, we were just making so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Laura, I just have to agree with it. Well said, Laura. Well said. <laughs> Thank you. We're still, we are still going strong, guys. This is our second episode of our podcast. Yes. <laughs> we'll see you next time hopefully with some juicy topic and with some Ooh. nice and embarrassing stories of Laura's. oh no I can't wait for it <laughs> okay see you in the next episode guys bye, bye. so I can learn how to love.